Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us and discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to the Power of Being You podcast. My name is Sarah Grandinetti. I'm your host, and I have a wonderful, beautiful man with me today. His name is Merlin Volsink, and he is a certified facilitator of access consciousness for the past five years and has been using the tools to create a ton of change for him and his body for the last eight years. Thank you so much for being here, Merlin. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I'm super excited. I mean, already already the name of this podcast gives me like shivers and kind of like lights a bit of a fire. So <laughs> that might be because you embody this title. So I'm excited to see where we go today. Um, so with each of our guests, we ask them what they would like to talk about. And one of the things that uh, our friend Merlin shared was that he wanted to talk about being you, whether people like it or not. What does that mean to you, my friend? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, just being in the world, how often do we, um, are we being something or are we doing something that almost seems like people walk away from us? Um, and then, you know, they might not like you or it might look like they don't like you. Um, it was actually like the gift in that. When I started, um, you know, this is kind of like, you know, growing up in this world, it's kind of like about, you know, so much is about liking or not liking or being liked. And we tried so hard to be liked, you know, especially me um, um, working in theater for so long. It's like you do everything to um, to fit the part, to, you know, blend blend in well with the company. And then like all these kind of like weird stuff starts building up and then eventually kind of like you're still you know by yourself at least that's why I kind of experience I always kind of like sense that I was or I had the point of view here point of view creates reality but you know you, you get it where you get it I had the point of view that I was you know kind of like the different one or the this or the that so you know as 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 I as we do as I did um you know stuff shows up and then I ran into the tools of access consciousness. And I was like, wow, this work is amazing. Kind of like I was living in a pretty severe um, depression, which kind of like came actually from a great transformation. I just had no clue yet what was actually the gift in that. But there was always this sense of hope, of lightness, of, you know, just sparkles and that power to um, to overcome it or to outcreate it. Um, and then I just ran into the tools of access and I was like, wow, like the world needs to know about this. Like, you know, who does this belong to? Interesting point of view, pock and pot. Like everything that I've been living with for years and months uh, inside my head, inside my body, like, you know, a big pinball machine just changed. And then I started um, telling people about the tools. I started hosting classes. I started this and that. And then what I noticed is that a lot of people didn't like it at all. <laughs> so I, I wanted to kind of like, kind of like present them with this possibility. 
And then I just noticed so many people unfriended me on Facebook and, you know, just kind of like, it looked like they were going away. And it was hard. It was hard. And I, and, and it's a certain point. It's like, you know, what are the, like the basic tools? It's like, everything is an interesting point of view. It's like, what if it's that, what if that is what they have to choose right now? Even though I didn't understand it at all. It's like, why would you not want like more, ease like this in your life you know when you're struggling so much <laughs> so it was kind of like the healer me still trying to like make people better all the time um and then you know kind of like just years down the line actually developing more allowance for whatever people chose i started noticing that people came back and they had changed and they actually came attended my classes. They came to my online programs. They came sign up for my calls. They, they, they had changed in like a way that those kind of like spaces could meet again. And what I was like, wow, these people keep on showing up. And they like it in my world. It was so like they didn't like me because I was programmed that way. I programmed myself, you know, you know, in that you know, with growing up with just kind of like. <clears throat> doing what you do and then I was like wow so what did I do when they went away eventually I came to let's not judge and let's not put a conclusion on what people choose or what 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 they do so basically leave the space so what else is possible can actually show up and um yeah that was kind of like you know a pretty like magical uh, realization that you know whether people like it or not because you know when people like you it's easy to kind of like you know be happy with that to be comfortable with that you know kind of like you know they might kind of like acknowledge something you're being or something you're doing or they might actually sincerely like you i mean there's i think there's a difference between liking from you kind of like making people you know the master or the example for your life or just genuine genuinely you know enjoying people like maybe that's you know a better word but so yeah and what can you speak to that energy of rejection that we all yeah. think we have to fear and then yeah. morph ourselves into being something we're not in order to never ever perceive that or feel that from others and what I what I'm hearing from you is that even in the rejection, you found a space of allowance for their choice that actually allowed the door to be open for them to come back. It's as simple as that. I had no clue it was that simple. What what it um, what it um, invited me to do and really look at, um, you know, if if I'm being me, like you know, what can I be? It's like you know, it's always like being you like Dane has said so many times, it's like um, a question, a possibility. It's never really a conclusion. Um, so and that always- Listening really quick though, that uh, might not know who Dane is. Dane is oh. Dr. Dane here. And he is the author of the Being You Changing the World book. You can get that at beingyouchangingtheworld.com. And a lot of certified facilitators in access consciousness have read that book and has changed so much for them. And so, um, so you were saying, Dane says that. Yeah. Go ahead. You're more of a, you're, you're more of a, a, a space, uh, and more of a question, more of a possibility. 
And um, so in what I kind of like, like practice and learned uh, to do is to actually kind of like receive all of that energy that comes with the rejection. But then is it really a rejection or is it just something that, you know, people aren't really ready for, people aren't, you know, um, choosing necessarily, people aren't turned on by. So I kind of like just put a question mark at the whole reality of rejection. Like is rejection really real? I was like, no, it's not. So would and you, um, you, would you say that you stopped rejecting you as well? Uh, um, I, yeah, I guess I never looked at it like, like that because I was like, you know, people talk about as well on unapologetically being you that kind of like always for me still has a bit of a sense of proving in it. But it's like even like, you know, being you is a possibility and you might. Yeah. When you show up, we are like these 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 energies that create change in the world so you know and i've always done that like i would walk down the street you know we might all rec like some of us might recognize that you know we get bullied at the schoolyard for just being a tad different like you know like i like all sorts of things also girly things so you know my line wanted to be a girl so that in it that and like and then you know the bullying was always kind of like like this weird energy it felt so heavy then when it's so prevalent you start getting used to that and you start making that sort of like <clears throat> that blaming and shaming real and um then you start living that which is like weird energy to take all along in your career you know getting like you know wanting to get on be on stage wanting to get like theater jobs and stuff which is all about you know your your capacities as a performer and how I would say now how smart you are with mm -hmm. reality because being you is like for me is being everything it's like what else can I be here that I haven't been yet or what what do I actually know to be it's like more living from this question and then of course you know you do the audition then of course you know you go on stage you interact with the audience like for me living from the question is it like changed everything because you just kind of like create this chaos that keeps all possibilities open and sometimes you got to acknowledge that someone has gone away or that that it's that 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 like you know at least the energy of it because it's really what you said hey you talk about the energy of rejection is really the energy that i had have, have learned i trained myself to a be aware of <laughs> um then b acknowledge and then um see i guess allow oh interesting energy interesting that i'm sensing this that it's kind of like like make making me feel sick sometimes even because we build we build up so much resistance towards like we don't want to be rejected so that's all it's almost like an instantaneous detox often and then receiving it. it's like oh yeah interesting that like you know what did what did this person choose not even kind of like asking for an answer but more like, oh, wow, okay, interesting choice. So it's possible now. And um, you yeah. You bring us back to bullying in school. It just, I just would love to, to visit that for just a second because what I get is yeah. that you start to entrain to 
oh, they're bullying me for this. This is the thing I have to cut off of me. And then, yeah. oh, now I'm a little bit older and they're bullying me for that. Okay, cool. I'll yeah. cut that off too. And then what happens is if you just look at that, like from almost like a pragmatic point of view, by the time you yeah. become an adult, you have a blueprint for what you get to be in the world that yeah. does not actually yeah. include you. And so yeah. looking at, you know, your experience as, as a, a, an actor, being in theater, uh, having to take on all these roles and have access to all these different energies. And yet you're cutting off so much of you that actually contributes to you having all of that. Yeah. And um, so I love, I love that picture you painted of where all this programming comes from and where we start to value the parts that are only received. So can you, can you speak to that a little bit too? Oh, wow. Um, Wow. Uh, to what specifically? <laughs> Can you speak to what you tried to be in the world in order to yeah. be received? So what parts yeah. of you did you like put on the shelf? Yeah. And no one yeah. gets to see this. This is the parts that I'm hiding so that I'll be received, so that I'll be liked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because like just when you say it like that, I didn't even think about it like that. It just kind of just happened. That is how unconscious programming works. You just kind of like go with the energy. You have the best tools available at that moment. And that's what gets created with. And you're creating it without even realizing it. I mean, thank God for, you know, um, these tools. But like the energies that I've shut off probably most were like the really feminine energies that I've made really wrong without really realizing it, like suppressing it. And that actually only really came out to play ever since I started my whole drag act, Miss Magic Milo, who I made the fishiest bitch I could ever think of. Because <laughs> I'm like, I am like, I just felt I was hitting the roof personally. And it's like, you know, me as an, I would say infinite being, you know, like I have this body and it's male. I've, I've got, you know, a dick and that and everything else that comes with being a man in this world. And then I was like, well, you know what? It's like, what if like my body is like a tool that I can play with? And I just love, you know, including all these energies. So actually like really kind of like taking those energies out of the shadows. Um, and it's so funny what you run into when you actually start creating it because I did, I thought I was rid of most of that shit, but I wasn't, that was like, but it was not necessarily stuff I had to get rid of. It was more really stuff I need to, I, I, I could start asking again for and start um, using again. And, um, and it may, for me, it, only, it always starts with the energy first. I, I might get, you know, if I have a TV gig or if I have another, you know, audition or, you know, a live gig or an event, I might already sense an energy that I would identify as fear or something that is actually just something that, I haven't really fully gotten out of judgment of and will like really used um, because it's probably if I'm preparing for something, you know, how much aware are we of, of the future already? Kind of like then I have to realize, oh, I'm in the future already. That was so amazing when um, also with being an actor, like why did I go and do theater anyway? At least then I thought I, I was with something. I had no, 
idea of definition of myself. So it was this weird kind of like, well, weird. It was, it was, a, it was an interesting, looking back, I was like, wow. Then I kind of like felt I had something to work with because otherwise it would be just be like space. Yeah. Actually, what we, what we facilitate towards with the work of access consciousness. So um, and now I know that it's just such a magical world, which is like really kind of like, I keep on, like life keeps on surprising me. Just living life keeps on surprising me uh, more and more. And I'm loving it so much more than then because acknowledging what you actually are, which is like space and all these possibilities. Um, yeah, and it just keeps on going, Sarah. I mean, I don't know about you, but it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of like just an ongoing journey and that power also that we often like, like, you know, I've used the word power to fight, to prove I'm right or prove I'm worth something or prove I'm worth a gig or, um, you know, to prove that I'm, you know, I should be treated fairly and equally and you know all these conversations going on still this day and age i mean they're even louder now than they've ever been before um so how relevant is this conversation actually um that it's actually more of a of a gentle um for me it's more of a gentle magic possibility like if i am in drag sometimes i don't even say much and people leave as a totally different person just because they met me when they meet my drag. Can we speak about Miss Magic Merlot? Because a lot of our listeners won't know who that is. Who is she? Who is she? Got created. And um, we haven't even touched on the fact that you do drag yet. So can you can you talk about um, when you started to explore that and what actually yeah. kind of was birthed into your world with having access to all these energies that yeah. you, didn't have, you don't have to suppress anymore. You can be all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you speak about her and yeah and absolutely energy? well i think she like that energy comes from the same period in time as the bullying because you start kind of like developing certain things you enjoy you know make taking out you know my mom's eye pencil and drawing on some smoky eyes which I was actually pretty good at looking at the photos so <laughs> i was like uh yeah i was like oh you're pretty, pretty full on with makeup boy uh, i was like was it even boy or was it just kind of like infinite creative person you know so um and um that's actually also when i when you know you start kind of like just noticing what you like but as well you start defining yourself so you get you can actually create more substance for people to attack in a way and for you to start believing it <laughs> and then carry it along in your life so when, um, you know, after doing so much um, kind of like, I would say letting go or undefining who I thought I was, um, I just kind of like felt a little empty. You know, I had a beautiful access business running, so many people happy, uh, life-changing, life change after life change, all of that. And I was kind of like, well, so now, now what? <laughs> what so what's the energy that I would like to like my life to be like like what is that and I kind of like started just you know asking also like universe show me 
And then I had done, like through my theater career, which was prior to Access Consciousness, um, I had um, done a lot of things having to do with gender blend. I did a musical, La Cage Fall, which is actually about, like I would say, one of the original drag musicals that you know the world knows, which you know I would say the newer generations might not even be as aware of as you know the people that already live a little longer on this planet. But I was part of that, and it was like one of the biggest dream. Like you get to be in in drag and like be a be a like uh, dress up like a girl each day as a grown up man. And you get to do tap numbers and you get to do you know splits and cancan like you know uh, like like a girl would do. So it's like, yeah, that was, but it was always under that umbrella. So I never really like, you know, it was for production or it was for, you know, a gig where someone would ask me if I would do it. There was always this energy, this power, this potency that other people saw that I kind of like, you know, kind of like willingly acted with or towards or that used then I never really chose, I'd never really chosen that really for myself as like, okay, what would I create? So then it just keeps on banging on my head. I kept like, I like my, I probably even, it even it changed my algorithms on social media, you know? <laughs> so I kept on seeing drag race after this, after that, after this and that. And then it was like with my friend, um, Crystal, who is also um, an access consciousness facilitator. And I was just kind of like, just hanging out with her in Amsterdam, like the creative heart of where so many things happen. I mean, it's not the only creative like center. And then she was like, well, what would happen if you would start doing drag again? And it just lit my whole body and world. I was like, oh, oh. And then I had all these weird ideas like, oh, I might be too old. Look at me, this and that. I'm not flexible enough. Like, you know, like I'm not a dancer, <laughs> you know, that all. But that was just as well. This is the same as the energy with um, that rejection energy. I never really received that I had those points of view or that those points of view were living in my universe somewhere or that I identified myself with those ideas or that there was a reality that I might have been, uh, that might maybe it was going through me at that moment, kind of like trying to just grab every point of view to not do it, you know, kind of like we just get it from any, from somewhere, for, from anywhere. So when I just kind of relaxed into that, I was like, all right, well, you know, what does she want to be called? And then, you know, the name came, she also gave me the name in an Uber taxi. It just kind of like, she just blurted it out, Miss Magic Merlot. And it just had to laugh so hard. I was like, what Merlot, what the, you know <laughs> but then it just kind of like started living and i started giving her shape and body and you know image and hair and yeah now she's a hot diva like you know mainly running in amsterdam but you know obviously now a lot of the events are not happening um so but that including that um you know drag is you know fun and all what it did was a very unexpected thing it made me way more of a boy it relaxed it relaxed me into being a man wow because you know the um, all those suppressed female energies that i kind of like you know once you you know once you touch on it it just kind of like you can't once you see it you cannot unsee it anymore once the light's on it's on so that yeah, this made me a lot like a way happier person. 
and I think like also a better lover, for instance, you know, like just easier in relationships because I don't need to function from the judgments of, you know, male and female anymore. Uh, my client base has changed a lot, you know, so also as a... It never shows up how you think. You know, you think you suppress this thing to be more of a man so that you'll be received. And then you finally let her out. You let all your female energies out you know, to run wild and contribute to the world and be all of you. And then you get the one thing that you thought suppressing her would have created. It never truly shows up how you think. It's amazing. And it, it's so the opposite of what we think it is. And then it might be exactly what it is also. Because, um, you know, like not everyone um, knows of her immediately i you know like she like she has her own social media and i call her she because she's a creation in itself where uh like i am a creation of me you know it's Speaking like that, like <laughs> in, in our pre-interview i you said something that i wrote down and um because you're saying you're a creation I'm a creation, she's the creation. And one of the things you said that just like stood out to me um, was you said prior to access, you were, you were looking at like how you were creating your life and that you were creating your, you were choosing now to create your life rather than, than dying from it. Yeah. And you just had a disclosure. And I wanted to know if you wanted to explore that with our listeners about how you've chosen to create your life rather than die from it yeah wow we're, we're gonna are we gonna go into it <laughs> are we all right all right so um where shall i start so i would say halfway through my theater career um i um you know just you know the power of being you can show up in so many different ways and um we might also have a power with death that you know we might just pull into our life. So um, I had created or actually, or pulled something into my life that, you know, like through a lot of people's eyes is still like a terminal disease, which is called HIV. And, um, uh, you know, the reality, even medical reality this day and age, and for quite a couple of years already, is like kind of like, uh, is totally different than it used to be. A lot of people still carry an old image um, yet I did too, when I got the news, like, you know, we're just so brainwashed with, um, you know, not only what might've actually been going on, but as well with what, you know, the media has fed us throughout the years and what it's still doing. And, you know, who knows what else is still there unsaid about this whole reality that, <laughs> um, has not even seen the light of day yet. So that just kind of dropped a bomb into my universe because I was like, you know, actually being a leading, having a leading uh, function in one of the shows I was doing. I was like, you know, dance captain, which basically puts you in charge of everything. So, ah, yeah, it just, it, it just turned me into a depression for quite, for, for quite a bit. Because... Um, I mean, a lot of it, first of all, it felt really heavy that I just got it. I couldn't have peace with that. <laughs> I couldn't accept it that I got it. And then when I, you know, like, you know, after 
trying out a couple of different things because you know we, that we wouldn't get medication straight away i was still too healthy um which put me even more into a mind fuck because i'm like what am i have gonna have to like live and dance like this and be in the world but my body being a danger for others like what life is this and i was at a certain point i was like enough this is changing maybe weren't exactly those words probably it was something like i've had enough of this you know and i just started <laughs> i started googling and i started i would say following the energy of possibilities instead of everything else i was offered by i would say you know reality is a lot of people would encounter you know having something show up in their life like this because it's it's a different kind of beast i tell you and and it's not even about the the, um, the the virus itself it's the whole reality around it like we as well see with coronavirus at the moment so many things are similar i cannot even begin to tell you um so um yeah following so i did a couple of alternative things without my doctor knowing and i just kept on following the energy and that at some point she was like you know if you're not going to start meds now you're going to like be dead within three months and i was like no I'm not buying that bye so i left the hospital <laughs> and i lived for another four and a half years shortly afterwards came access so that was, um, or I, my mom shoved the access consciousness tools under my nose, which I like rejected like a monster, like three times probably. I There was just no space yet for that to, like here again, this, this thing, would she have come to conclusion that I wasn't open for it? She wouldn't have been kind of like, trying it and introducing it and kind of like just gently nipping it into my universe you know i'm so grateful for her for her you know kind of like her patience mm. uh because she knew she always like looked out for stuff for me that would make me feel better because as being as open as aware and not really realizing and being empowered in the world knowing that it's actually a power to be aware you know you can get real you can can you can get you can get caught up in this reality really fast um so that's what kind of like you know, occurred to me i even wonder you know who did all of this but the whole of this belong to you know and what was i actually capable of changing this all looking back like you know wow what power i mean what a creation getting this into your life and i can tell you this ill hiv thing got me more than i ever thought was ever possible like it's probably one of the greatest gifts in my life because all right, let me let me continue and then you know i started with the access work that just cleared up my i would say all the extra realities that had to come with hiv like tiredness like you know like fatigue like you know all these secondary things that kind of like are based on good luck in this world like you know you might get it you might not it's never sure that's always the always the story with medicine Mm -hmm. uh with all respect um uh that's where knowing actually supersedes a lot of that so yeah and i felt my body be strong all of that and then you know when i chose to finally after a couple of years of hosting avoiding the also the projection of others like when are you going to be facilitated when are you going to be facilitated when are you going to be access facilitated? you'll be such a great access facilitator i can so see you do it and 
I was like, mm-hmm. I had this big hidden life that I was carrying with me because I wanted to change this virus. I, at least I wanted to change the reality. I wasn't sure what I was changing or what was actually possible to change. But boy, did I change a couple of things around because, you know, <laughs> I already kind of like outcreated so many rules that are, that belong to this reality. Um, then I chose to become a certified facilitator. Well, for, for you, you can say, oh, just, just another training. Well, you know, if you're going to facilitate, I think we're always facilitators of consciousness wherever we go, whatever, like whether you are CF or not, or whether, however much, you know, like everyone's a facilitator of consciousness. Like, oh, those people that kind of like went away, like, you know, or made different choices, then came back. They are facilitators of my, you know, of consciousness. You know, it might not like look like the most horrendous thing that you don't want to see because um, as well as this, you know. But then I started getting really sick or my body started getting really sick and I really had to start acknowledging, wait, I'm not my body. I am not the, like, I can not just demand that my body stay healthy or that my virus cells go away or that my healthy cells go up or that this reality is proof out of my body. Like this is what is created. And then, you know, after a couple of months of, Mm, nearly dying, letting my body die. I was like, okay, do I want to be right or do I want to live? And then I was like, okay, so I'll just kind of like let go of these points of view and I want to live. So please, you know, take me to the hospital. I mean, I was kind of like sitting up straight with the saturation. I would say the blood, like the oxygen level that was like three quarters of 100 hundred percent that it used to be sort of dark that was like and you're still alive it's like yeah i'm not going like how strong are we um so then you know they started the whole procedure they i had a big lung infection so both lungs collapsed it was a big big thing and then i started recovering and then you know um my body recovered so fast And looking at the access work also, I am just so grateful for the tool, for example, for interesting point of view, for the body work, for being grateful. Because every step along the way I could have used to judge the shit out of myself and of my body when I really had to receive what I had created. Because this was some like deep, dark shit that I had never thought I would face, but did. And then when I just, oh, wow, interesting point of view. I mean, I see these 14 doctors standing around my bed. Like when my second lung had collapsed because of they started treating it, it was like you start washing out an old bathroom and um, the filling between the tiles comes out, you know? That's kind of like what, what had occurred. <laughs> and they were like standing there with all these things. And I just looked at them like I could be terrified, but then it was like, wow. What an interesting creation. Look at me. Yeah, so then, how often you know, when time went on. In your daily now, with your body now, how often does the definition of HIV positive play into your daily life anymore? O- only my pill. Okay. That's, that's been up to the disclosure. What I did notice is that I kept, kept the reality secret because 
I still had probably a point of view or two, or there might be a projection of two or three or a gazillion of people that were close to me that thought you used the access tools again, like, or you, 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 you did wrong. And I was like, well, you know, I chose what I chose. And already that kind of like has given, still gives me the strength. Cause look at me now, it's like my body is like, <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm living like the, like such an amazing, full, great life. Cause then afterwards what happened, like I just let go of this whole old reality of trying to not die. And I started to live, including like more and more as aspects of life, including the medication. Cause that's the one thing I wanted to avoid at all costs. Cause I didn't want to have, I want to, I think I wanted to also change the world. Also, like I, I, I don't want anyone to have to go through this. That's kind of like how I like to see yourself as such a danger in the world. It's probably the most horrendous things I've ever created. But now we can talk about this. So it is. So now ever since the disclosure, because I just noticed myself, you know, shut up or not go all the way in what I can contribute or what I have to say, because there are, you know, and ever since the disclosure, and it was on national television. I was like, okay, so how am I going to do this? I'm going to write a book is, you know, also the way my body healed, like sometimes I just have to lie down. And still I noticed like the power of my body as well, when I'm not judging it, it can do what it can do. And that's what it is. Like it was, you know, like I had all these points of view about the medication. And then we did, you know, the body test is like, you know, body, which do you want? Do you want the health pills? We put them all in envelopes and we did the test. Guess what the body wanted? It wanted the HIV medication instead of all the health pills that I decided that it had to have. So I was eyeballing, like, I, I was just gonna like, God, I've been lying to myself <laughs> for so long just receiving more and more and more and more and actually just becoming broader. And now, uh, uh, you know, I just wanted to talk about this more and wanted to share more about, you know, like what is possible beyond judgment of your creations in general and your, the, the judgments we live. Because a lot of people say, I still have judgment about this or I still have judgment about this. So do you have it or do you live it? And um, that's where a lot of people don't even realize they're just living the judgments, not even theirs to even like still let go of. So it's- You're creating with this and taking the stigma off. And it, 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 one of the things we do say in Access Consciousness is what if every wrongness of you is a strongness of you? So if you created this in order to create a different conversation around the way that we treat people who've been diagnosed with anything, like, like you said, to compare it to Corona, which is, um, or 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 cancer or anything else you well, know it's like with, with corona there's this fear and this separation and this like jump back and social distance and don't get close to the person because you might get well, it all of those kind of stigmatized it was, things and so it was exactly sorry sorry well no, no just, you, you having you having created this which a lot of people will uh that that's a stretch for some people to know that like you created it, you weren't a victim of it. The fact that you came in with that, with uh, that you created it and what can you now create with it? And, um, you know, Gary Douglas often says, founder of Access Consciousness, that you can have a life or you can have a living. And a life is something that has a beginning and an end, or you can live each day. 
and um, create your life. And that's what I see you being and doing. And I'm so grateful for you to share your story here. Um, so my last question for you, my friend, is this show is called The Power of Being You. And if you were to write the description of this show, would you share with me what you get the power of being you is? Um, I thought the power of being me was all about me, but it's so not. It's like the power of being you is actually you in engagement with all the possibilities that, you know, life and living life offers. And it's an endless possibility, which just keeps on unfolding itself as you keep choosing. And every judgment in the way is, uh, is one to acknowledge, it's one to receive, it's one to be grateful for, and it's one to, I would say, you know, undefine, because what, you know, reality are we creating and embarking on? Thank you so much. I guess it's a question. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. And um, I'm so grateful for what you're choosing with all of this and that you were willing to share it here with me and with these listeners. Would you share with our listeners where people can find you if they want to find out more about you or your story or Miss Magic Merlot? I'm on all socials, uh, Madeline Volsink. Um, Miss Magic Merlot is obviously Miss Magic, like magic, and Merlot, like the French wine, so M-E-R-L-O-T, Merlot. Yeah, anywhere. And what is what is actually uh, coming up also is the website, The Creation of Me, um, which, you know, I'll be sharing more all about you know, the book I'll be releasing, I'm making a documentary about all this, what else um, can my story actually contribute as a gift instead of as, um, you know, just the story. Yeah, because um, yeah. our stories are always, that's why I'm so grateful for it, for, you know, possibilities and podcasts like this. Our stories can be such an inspiration. That's something that I never really was able to receive. So thank you for having me on. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about Being You or to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?